0: continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This week on the Chicago Bears Review. After getting their first win in seven weeks, the Bears were looking to get their first divisional win of the year when they traveled up north to see if they could take a bite out of the still playoff hopeful Detroit Lions. Did the Bears halt Detroit's postseason plans or are they still full steam ahead? All of this plus bear up and bear down on the week 15 review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Well, let me just go ahead and say this. I goddamn hate it when I'm right. I really, really do. And, uh, you know, in in this case, um, well, I mean, nobody nobody hates being right, but I hate being right about certain things. And, you know, I said last Monday, you know, writing the, the Bear Up and Bear Downs, I, 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 I made a preemptive Bear Down to Dole Loggins because something deep down inside of me just knew he was not going to be able to repeat the performance he had last week in Cincinnati. And I kind of did it as a joke, just because. And you know, I I, I kind of went further with that joke in my talk with Jeremy, uh, previewing the ball, ball game on on on, uh, on Thursday. And um, turns out I was right. That the, the pessimist in me was one hundred percent correct. That Doe Loggins would would find a way to to kill any momentum that the Bears had offensively coming into this game uh, against the Lions, a, a game that. Um, you know, if if there was any hope left for John Fox and company to, of saving their jobs to to be able to finish out their four year deal in 2018, uh, it was murdered yesterday in uh, in Detroit. Uh, 20 to 10 loss to the Lions, their fourth sweep on the Bears in five years. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't even a close ball. Game. It wasn't as close as the 20 to 10 score uh would indicate and uh what's even more frustrating is I just got done looking at the stat sheet and the bears had more yards um what was a, a, you know dominating time of possession in the first half for the lions actually ended up being evened out by the end of the football game in fact the bears were ahead like 31 to 29 uh by the end of the game uh and it just um none of it mattered none of it mattered and it really wasn't even the turnovers that made the difference in the ball game. I mean, the, the, turnovers definitely helped, but you know, it's like when you look at a stat sheet and then you're kind of seeing, well, it looks like one team played better than the other. And then you see like turnovers like, Oh, there it is. That's why it happened. No, it really didn't. It really didn't uh, affect the outcome as much as you would think when you go back and you watch the game. And that's what was really weird about it. You know, I mean, granted, the uh, the the interception that Trubisky threw at the beginning of the second half led to a Detroit touchdown. That was kind of the nail in the coffin there, where it went from thirteen to three to twenty to three. So in the, in that respect, yes, it did affect the outcome uh, of the ball game. But you know, one interception that Trubisky threw. Um, you know, that the one in the end zone, that was his worst throw of the day was that he, he eyeballed his receiver and got it picked off because the DB knew where he needed to be in order to, to make that, uh, make that play. And then the last one to Darius Slay, that was kind of those inconsequential, that was kind of an inconsequential thing. So it was, um, you know, Darius Slay was in the right place at the right time on both of his interceptions because both of those throws were off target. You know, Trubisky was throwing it somewhere. He overthrew Kendall Wright the first time. He kind of threw it behind his receiver on on the last one, and Slay was in the right place at the right time to be able to make those plays. The one in the end zone that was the killer because number one, we couldn't even walk away with a field goal after that, obviously, and it it uh, you know killed any any chance that the Bears had of you know, narrowing the gap. It was 20 to three at that point. It would have been 20 to 10 had we been able to, you know, still score that touchdown later on with Benny Cunningham. It's 20 to 17 and the onside was really high stakes at that point, but (sighs) Trubisky eyeballs the receiver. The DB is right there, you know, where he needs to be to make the play and it was dead after that. So funny thing was Trubisky had 314 yards passing his first 300 yard game was in a losing effort because we were in, in garbage time playing from behind for the majority of the, the second half. So, uh, you know, the, the, the more telling stat was, um, the bears had 43 yards rushing for the game, uh, on Sunday, Jordan Howard after coming off, a, a you know, 147 yards, uh, against the, uh, Bengals backs it up uh, against the lions with 10 carries for 37 yards. And I was surprised to actually hear that he gotten that much because I don't remember Jordan Howard doing much of anything uh, in that game. I just know that he barely touched the football. And, um, you know, uh, once again, it just goes to what I was saying last week that, uh, you know, Loggins would would find a way. And Tariq Cohen was a ghost. And goddamn it, if I was right about that too. Two carries for one yard. And I don't even think he, uh, did he catch any passes uh, in the game? Uh, yesterday, Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I mean, it's just, Jesus Christ. Do I know how to call it or do I know how to call it? I mean, I, I said that, uh, you know, that, that Jordan Howard wouldn't have the same amount of yards. That Tariq Cohen would be a ghost. And uh, Tariq Cohen, two carries for one yard, four catches for 16 yards. So, I mean, that's, you know, four catches, I guess. But still, dude, seriously. Two catch, two reception or two carries for one yard, four catches for 16 yards. 17 yards on six touches uh, against the Lions after the game. He had 80 yards rushing last week against the Cincinnati Bengals and a receiving touchdown on top of that. So, yeah, that's a ghost. And, uh, you know, not for for lack of trying, because for the second time in three weeks, uh, Tariq Cohen busts a big kickoff return that puts the Bears deep in, in Lions territory, only to have it literally called all the way back and then some because of a holding penalty uh, on the kickoff team, on the kickoff return uh, team. You'll hear me talk about it in the knee-jerk reactions, which were a lot of fun this week, by the way. To, to have as much fun enjoying that game last week where the Bears were virtually in control for all 60 minutes of that game, you know, and you slowly but surely hear me kind of coming around as far as me biting my nails because, you know, Granted, the Bears are playing well enough and we're winning this game. We're ahead 12-7 at halftime, but it should be bigger than that. We should be further ahead. And one touchdown for Cincinnati, they're in charge and they're back in control of the football game, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, this week it was pretty much that the first quarter was ugly, the second quarter was worse, and it just got, you know, from throughout uh, the four quarters of the football game, the knee-jerk reactions you just, you know, it was just a lousy game. A horrible, horrible performance. Uh, compounded by the fact that we looked as good as we did last week against Cincinnati. So, I mean, we we, we look very, we look solid. And it looked like the future last week, which is why um, last week was so encouraging. You see Trubisky playing his best game as a pro. Adam Shaheen getting involved like we've been waiting to see all season. Tariq Cohen 80 yards rushing. Um, you know, Jordan Howard almost a buck 50 on the ground and a couple of touchdowns. The defense getting after Dalton. And- Eddie Jackson making plays and, and doing things. We saw a lot that we've been wanting to see uh, you know, from this rookie class. I mean, basically anyone that we drafted this year made a major contribution to that football game last week. And this week, Shaheen was out with the chest injury. Tariq Cohen predictably was a ghost. Eddie Jackson had a fumble recovery, also made some huge mistakes in coverage uh, this week. And Trubisky with the three interceptions you know two were bad throws and one was a horribly bad decision you know regardless of the fact that he threw for 300 yards for the first time in his career Uh, mostly because we were passing so much to try to catch up and you know basically it's the complete opposite of what happened last week you know and and i as a joke predicted that that would happen and i turned out to be 100% right and you know you can say that I jinxed the team. I don't care. But we, when you have dual logins, it's a complete possibility that something horrible like yesterday would take place, and it did. So, anyway, let's move into these knee-jerk reactions, and uh, you know, hear the progress of the uh, of the game uh, as it went along yesterday. It was just a disaster from the beginning. That you know, you just it just did not look at all like it was going to be the Bears' day. There were no flashes that were saying like, "Well, we can really get ourselves back into this." You know, so on and so forth. It really just was, you know, Detroit uh, was was pretty much kicking our ass from the start. And the only thing that made it worse was that they were wearing those God awful silver slash gray, ugly uniforms to do it. Knee-jerk reaction to the first quarter of the Bears and the Lions, and it's been all Lions so far uh, in the first quarter. Uh, they've had a couple of long, sustained drives. I think they're on their, on their th- Well, they've had two two long two long drives. Uh, the very first drive of the quarter of the game, actually, and this one that's uh, that's uh, seems to be wrapping up now. Look, we're looking at a a field goal attempt for the Lions at the start of the second quarter. Um, the second. Uh, Drive for the Lions was, uh, you know, a dominant defensive performance for the Bears. Uh, their best one of the day so far. Um, the other two is, um, you know, uh, self-inflicted wounds. We, you know, had some defensive holding penalties in there, and you know, also not being able to uh, get the uh, get the Lions off the field. So so far, it's it's three to nothing right now. The Lions are setting up for a field goal to make it six nothing. Uh, the offense can't do anything thus far they they have not been able to do anything too short three and out drives for the offense so far so looking to hopefully get something going on offense in the second quarter and um the good thing is you know the lions have scored on two of their three drives but their field goals so the bears can easily get back into this thing with one good drive so three nothing looks like we're headed to six nothing at least and uh the bears will be getting the football shortly <laughs> So I guess I still had a small glimmer of hope, you know, because it is the, the lions and these games are always so close between the bears and the lions. And it's, you know, still early. We got off to a slow start last week against uh, Cincinnati. So, you know, I guess I was still kind of holding out at the end of the first quarter, you know, thinking that, uh, you know, the good news is there are two scoring drives for the lions, but only two field goals. So one score, we're right back in this thing and so on and so forth. Well, the second quarter was more of the same. The uh, you know a lot of ball control from from the Lions. The long drives. This time they put one in the end zone uh, to kind of lengthen the score. And uh, you'll hear me make the comment that when it when it became thirteen to nothing, with the way the offense was playing, it might as well have been a hundred and thirty to nothing. Knee jerk reaction to the second quarter of the Bears and the Lions and. One self-inflicted wound after another. It's been a mess in the second quarter. Um, you know everything from a misplayed uh, deep ball that should have been an interception by Eddie Jackson, uh, to yet another uh, wasted Tariq Cohen kickoff return. I mean, he he got the caught the ball about five yards deep in the end zone and went 90 yards. So he took it to about the Bears' fifth or the Lions' 15-yard line, only to have it called back uh, thanks to a holding penalty on uh, DeAndre Houston. Carson and uh, you know it, it went from being first and 10 at the Lion 15 yard line to being first and 10 at our own 10 yard line because it was a 10 yard penalty from the spot of the foul which was at the 20 so ended up being like a 75 yard penalty or something like that ended up costing the Bears and uh, you know that drive was the longest of the day believe it or not nine plays 40 something yards but still ended in a few in a, excuse me a punt for the Bears and if not, for a last second fumble, um, I forget who was running, I think it was Abdullah that was running the ball, fumbles the ball with about 15 seconds to go, the Bears recover it, and that put them in the spot to add a Mike Nugent field goal just before halftime. It's 13-3 to here at the half, so the Bears have a little bit of momentum to end the half, and we start with the football in the second half, but... The way that the offense is playing right now, it felt like 13 to nothing could be 130 to nothing. The way that we're having so much trouble moving the football, where we're having we can't, we, we there's all the rhythm that we had in the Cincinnati game is non-existent thus far in this uh, Detroit game. The Lions are in full control as far as time of possession and everything else in between. They seem to see where well, we're coming from a million miles ahead on offense the defense is is all over us so it's it just not has been a good first half uh for the bears at all so the good news is we've got a few minutes to make some adjustments and uh see if we can come back and fix it in the second half it's uh the game's not out of reach it's only 13 to 3 but uh the bears are going to have to play a lot better in the second half if they want to win this thing (laughs) i feel bad for tariq cohen man i mean this keeps happening to this kid. Like I said, second time in three weeks that a kickoff return of his that would've put us in prime position to kick a field goal at the very least. I mean, starting first and goal first and ten at the fifteen yard line of Detroit, you know, that I mean, that most likely would have ended in a touchdown. I mean, it's just difficult to think that it wouldn't have. I mean and at the very least we're walking away with three points there. Uh you know, and just making it easy on ourselves and how we have some momentum now and and so on and so forth. We're right back in this thing because I think that was after the lions went up 13 to nothing. We go in now it's 13 to seven. Maybe we still get that field goal, uh, at the end. Now it's 13 to 10 at halftime. We got ourselves a ball game and, you know, maybe the, that alone is the, you know, the, the kick in the pants that the team needs to kind of snap out of it. I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I don't think that they quit. They didn't look like they were quitting. It just looked like a bad day, period. Like, you know, the lions had answers for everything the bears were trying to do. Um, you know, converting on third down and, you know, getting penalty, the penalties were killer 13 penalties in this game. Uh, you know, and it's like, somehow we were able to, to, to make the, 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 the 10 penalties we had against Cincinnati uh, not factor into the outcome of the ball game Well, 13 penalties this week killed us. And that one uh, for Tariq Cohen, that would have gotten, you know, could have gotten some momentum, could have gotten the ball rolling for us you know, instantly killed by a, by a holding penalty on the return. Uh, and once again, uh, an inconsequential one. The play, was it was already past where that was happening uh, when the penalty occurred. So the same as, uh, you know, Ben Broniker's uh, block in the back against the 49ers a couple of weeks ago that brought that kick return back, same thing. Tariq Cohen was already past the play, and, and, and uh, Houston Carson was holding him uh, when he didn't need to be. So, I mean, it just... Uh, it, it it boggles the mind, you know. It's like how many plays have been taken away from this kid because his teammates can't stop screwing up uh, around him. You know, he had a touchdown taken away from him last week against the uh, against the Bengals on on a on a on a, on a pass reception, um, and, uh, and that's actually the one I was thinking about. He didn't get a passing touchdown last week, did he? Uh, I, I mentioned that earlier. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the fact is, you know his stats would be much better than they are if not for the the team that's around him. You know, he's he's doing his part. He he would he was he served his purpose yesterday in the fact that he's our spark plug. He's the guy that we go to when we need a big play, when we need something to kind of bust open and in that moment that was the perfect time for something like that to be happening. You know we're down thirteen to nothing. We really need something. We need a spark. We need something to get going here. And then he d- runs that uh, that kick return all the way back to the fifteen yard line. He's all jacked up and he's jumping up and down. And then he looks downfield and he sees a flag. And you see his shoulders slump immediately. You just feel sick for the kid, you know, because he thought that he did his. You know, he knew that he did something. He did his part. He got his team in a good position, only to have it taken all the way back from us. I mean, literally back to where uh you know literally back to where he got the ball it just you know was disgusting the way that it happened and like i said what followed was the longest drive of the first half nine plays 48 yards and resulted in a punt anyway so we just got past midfield and we still had to kick it i'll kick it back to uh detroit that led to the to the field goal i think but um regardless i mean that was the first half and then uh, you know we 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 got the fumble we got the field goal we got some momentum we've closed the gap a little bit you know and we get the ball to start the second half and it was irrelevant because we killed our momentum just as quickly as we got it when we started the second half bejerk yeah. reaction in the third quarter the bears and the lions and it's 20 to 3 now Uh, The Bears uh, polishing off what should lead to, at the very least, a field goal. They're in the red zone now. First time all day that we've been this close at a pretty decent drive going on. Um, all the momentum that we had going into halftime, very little of it, you know, but we did have some, uh, was killed almost immediately when the second play in the second half, uh, Trubisky overthrows uh, Kendall Wright going to the sideline, and Darius Slay gets there just in time uh, to intercept the pass, which led to the touchdown that, that you know, put the Lions up 20-3. You know, on offense, it's it's been tough going. You know, watching the watching the offense struggle after doing so well last week against Cincinnati. I mean, I, I hate to to say that I was right when I when I knew that uh, you know Dole Loggins would find a way to to uh, take any momentum that the Bears had offensively going after the Cincinnati game and just murdering it between that day and today because we look nothing like the team that uh, that had its way with Cincinnati a week ago. So. Aside from this drive, where Trubisky is currently four for five for about 50 yards uh, on this drive, you know, the offense has been an unmitigated mess pretty much the whole football game. But, uh, you know, it's 20 to three, so we have a lot of work to do. But um, if we can put one in the end zone here at the beginning of the fourth quarter, we could at least make it interesting. So, but uh, we'll see how it goes and see if, uh, you know, 15 minutes from now we've got our third straight. Uh, John Fox led double digit loss season. And the good looking drive that I was referring to there at the end of the third quarter was the drive that ended in the end zone uh, when Trubisky lasered in on Dontrell Inman and threw it into double coverage uh in the end zone. So I mean that was the drive that ended there. It was a good play. Ten plays, fifty-nine yards, I think about five minutes or so time of possession that would have made it a 20 to 10 ball game at the end at the start of the fourth quarter and then maybe things get interesting we add some points uh later on the benny cunningham touchdown let's just say all of that happened we're looking at 20 to 17 and then the onside kick to follow uh had much higher stakes uh than it did you know here we are it's you know what really happened was you know we didn't score there obviously we got the touchdown with with cunningham later and the onside uh, kick was more of a desperation thing than anything else. And, uh, you know, it. it um, that one play right there pretty much put the nail in the coffin uh, for the Bears because so, any hopes of us coming back were killed when, uh, when Trubisky made that throw. So, um, you know, not a good day uh, for him. And uh, the funny thing was I saw like a, a meme online shortly after the game, somebody saying that um, – trubisky is the 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 son of jay cutler or something like that because he had a because he had the three interception game and it's you know ridiculous um you know he had one bad day one bad day and uh his uh first bad game nearly doubled his interception total on the season he had four coming in and he threw three uh yesterday giving him seven in 10 games which that stat alone is not pretty but the fact that you know, he didn't throw a pick against San Francisco. He didn't throw one against Cincinnati. Uh, you know, he didn't. Uh, I mean, he's he's had good good outings against g- good teams. I mean, he didn't play that well against Philadelphia, but nobody did. Uh, you know, in that one, I mean, this was his first truly bad uh, game where um, you know he threw those interceptions, and um, you know, the, I mean, there was a pick in, in the in the Philadelphia game. The, one of the ones that he threw in that one wasn't his fault. It, the, the receiver dropped the ball, essentially, and tipped it up in the air, and it was caught by one of the Philadelphia DBs and things like that. It's like, everybody just needs to calm down, dude. You know, number one, he's only 10 games into his rookie season. Everybody knows that he only started 13 games as, uh, a, as a college Uh, quarterback so experience is not on his side at the moment and he's played as well as he has he's been very smart with the football in fact that the fact that he has seven interceptions and 10 starts surprises me because he's a rookie quarterback playing on a bad team with with you know with a severe lack of uh support in with his you know teammates around him in the talent level and and not to mention the idiot calling the plays on the sidelines it should be a lot worse I mean, how good do you think it would be if we still had Jay and he was out there? How many picks would he be throwing, trying to turn, make something out of nothing as opposed to, you know, what Trubisky has done? He's been very smart with the football and he had one lousy day. Everyone wants to throw the towel in on this kid already. Everyone just calm down. Okay, let's just relax. So anyway, you know, the third quarter, you know, had a promising ending with the Bears getting the ball into into the red zone uh you know we know how that finished uh, with the interception a couple of plays later at the end of the quarter or start of the fourth quarter and uh you know we added a garbage touchdown late uh but in the end um you know the no miracle for the bears they fall to 4 and 10 o and 5 in the division and uh, yeah yeah. knee-jerk reaction to the Bears and the Lions after the fourth quarter and the Bears dropped to four and ten uh, Mitch trubisky three interceptions today two to Darius slay uh, one to start the game and one or excuse me one to start the second half one to finish the second half uh, the Bears trying to um, make the score interesting at the end uh, they're down 20 to 10 uh, driving to try to make it 20 to 17 and uh... Uh, the Bears get down into Lions territory, and uh, Trubisky throws it behind his receiver, Darius Slay, there to uh, pick it off and uh, run it back. Um, so there's the final score, 20 to 10. Um, yeah, just just an overall bad performance across the board. Uh, from our, from the, from the Bears, especially on offense, which is extremely disappointing, considering how good they looked a week ago in Cincinnati. That uh, none of that. Uh, carried over uh, into this. None of it. Not Jordan Howard's running performance. Trubisky throws three picks when he was perfect last week. None of it carried over at all. And the defense did sack Stafford four times, but otherwise really couldn't put anything else together when it mattered. And, uh, results in, uh, you know, how many, like, fourth, uh, you know, four sweeps in five years for the, uh, for the Lions. And, um, you know, we'll have to wait till 2018 to see if we can correct this problem. But uh, we fall to 4-10. and 10. The Bears are 0-5 in the NFC North this year, which should all but uh, seal John Fox's fate if it hadn't been sealed already. And that's the thing. You know, the 0-5 the, the in the division this year, he's 3-14 and 14 now in NFC North play. I mean, regardless of how he's playing against everybody else, if you can't beat the teams in your division, you're done you're absolutely done and he's got one win against each team in the division and that's it he got the the his one divisional win in 2015 was the thanksgiving game in green bay when they beat him on brett Favre night that was a pretty sweet victory but the only divisional win all season uh that year then last year we split with um Minnesota and Detroit. We won our home games against Minnesota and Detroit and, uh, you know, got swept by Green Bay and, and winless on the road uh, uh, against Detroit and Minnesota. We were 0-8 on the road last year, actually. We're 2-5 and five on the road this year. But, um, you know, and then we're winless against the division so far this year, including two in, – you know, funny thing is, um, minus the first game against Green Bay in week four on Thursday night, which was just a train wreck thanks to Mike Glennon and, and, you know, everything else. But the Monday Nighter against Minnesota. We've already talked a million times about how the penalties is what killed us in that game. And Minnesota was a very different team back then. They were still waiting to explode at that point. That win against the bears was what catapulted them to where they are now. I mean, I think they've gone, uh, nine and one since we played them in week five. You know, they've only lost the one football game, which was like a week or two ago. And, uh, you know, the, that that win against the Bears was the first of like eight straight before they lost last week to Carolina. And they won again today. They beat Cincinnati 34 to seven. So, um, you know, but the Vikings were a different team. They were still waiting to kind of uh, blow up at that point. And had it not been for the mistakes that we made on ourselves, we probably could have beaten them. Uh, that week, then the first game against Detroit, we played well enough to win that one, but again couldn't get out of our own way. And we all know how I feel about that second game against Green Bay when Brent Huntley was, uh, you know, m- was made to look like a Hall of Famer for an afternoon. Uh, I mean, it's just been, you know, not only is Fox losing these games, but he's doing it in in an embarrassing fashion against teams that we have history with that we see twice a year every single year, and he can't figure out how to beat, uh, beat the, you know, beat these guys that are basically in our backyard. And uh, that alone, like I said, if going 0-5 in the division hadn't sealed his fate, then it definitely should have, especially with the way we looked yesterday coming off of that win uh, in Cincinnati. I mean, it's just the embarrassment factor was through the roof on how that all shook out. So um, um, anyway, that's all I got. I mean, I'm tired of talking about this game uh, already. Uh, Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up with a very short... (laughs) very short bear up and bear down bear up and bear down for week number 15 and uh going to make this simple. I got two on each side. I got two bear ups and two bear downs. I know that's probably surprising. Actually, I got three bear downs now that I'm looking at my list here. Um, and actually, one of the bear ups is more out of uh, pity and uh, anything else than, than based on what he actually did in the football game. But uh, I'll have that bear down to kind of coincide. In. As a matter of fact, uh, here's the bear down that goes with that. Um, bear down to Dole Loggins. Surprise, surprise, I was completely right when I said last week that Doa Loggins would find a way to kill the momentum that the Bears had built offensively in the Cincinnati game. Tariq Cohen would be a ghost, um, you know, and uh, I I thought that uh, Trubisky would throw 12 passes in this game. No, he threw 40-something passes uh, in the game, but, um, you know, also threw three interceptions and... Those aren't Dole Loggins' fault, but uh, nonetheless, uh, the offense was a shell of itself uh, from just six days ago. I mean, we were on a short week. There hadn't been enough time, you know, between that game and this one for things to go as badly as they did. It's staggering how badly we looked in this game, and, uh, you know, it's Dole Loggins. Like I said, the Lions saw us coming from a mile away, and, uh, you know, they were all over what anything that we tried to do uh, on Saturday, and the, the 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 coinciding bear up was to Tariq Cohen. Um, granted, you know, like I said before, he had 6 touches for 17 yards in the game. That's on Doa Loggins, and uh you know, mostly uh, like I said it's mostly out of pity because how many plays have been taken away from this kid because his teammates keep screwing up. Penalty flags and stuff took touchdowns away from him in Cincinnati. Uh, last week, the the holding penalty, the block in the back that that took away those huge kickoff returns, had against San Francisco uh, and Detroit, and uh, you know, it's like his his stats would be far more impressive than they have been, if not for the guys around him, you know. And uh, Tariq Cohen is was served his purpose yesterday. I said this already. He served his purpose yesterday. The Bears were in desperate need of a play, something to get something going yesterday right when the lions take a you know 13 to nothing lead which like i alluded to before which you know with the way the offense was playing going into that could might as well have been 130 to nothing with with uh you know how the offense looked going into it Cohen get the deep return gets us all the way deep and in, inside the red zone. And here we go, man, this is the momentum that we need. We get this thing in the end zone. It's a one score game. After that, the defense, you know, can get after Stafford and make something happen and then flag and come back. And, and what would have been, you know, a 15 yard drive at the most now is going to be a 90 yard drive. Uh, because we're, we're starting back at our own 10 yard line. And it's just, it keeps happening to this kid over and over again, that, that what he's trying to do for the team keeps getting canceled out by his teammates making mistakes and and screwing it up for him. So I'm just going to go ahead and give him a bear up for it because I know how hard he's trying, and, you know, it's just not happening for him. Uh, bear up to Lamar Houston. Uh, two sacks yesterday against Stafford, and they were legit sacks uh, for Houston. And uh, just good to see him be able to, to you know, to to perform well. And uh, he was one of the few bright spots we had yesterday. Akeem Hicks got his first sack since the since the New Orleans game. He hasn't had a sack yet here in the second half of the uh, season because I was talking about how he had seven sacks going into the, into the game. He, well, he's got his eighth yesterday, so he's finally better than he was a year ago as far as the sack numbers are concerned. But um, Lamar Houston with two of those sacks yesterday looked pretty good. Uh, bear down to Eddie Jackson. Yes, you recovered the fumble that set up the field goal just before halftime, but horribly misplayed what could have been an easy interception and in turn uh, allowed it to be a 58-yard reception on third and 16 that led to the score that uh, we couldn't afford to give up. You know, it would have been a, um, you know, uh, I mean, a lot of, I mean, you, you go back and you look at it, it was actually a really smart play on Stafford's, behalf when you know he's gonna throw it was third like I said third and 16 I think the Bears had just sacked him on the play before if I'm not mistaken he rolls out he was able to avoid another sack launches the ball downfield and you know there are three things that could have happened there one the ball hits the ground it's an incomplete pass there the you know they're punting anyway two Eddie Jackson picks it off and it basically is like a punt Because he more than likely is going to get tackled right there and so on and so forth. Or three, the best case scenario for Detroit and the worst case scenario for us, his receiver actually comes down with it. Well, Eddie Jackson never made a move towards the football and basically allowed that receiver to get in front of him and and make the catch. And it became the best case scenario for Detroit, the worst case for us. When a couple of plays later, they're in the end zone and it's 13 to nothing instead of six to nothing, and the balls have the the Bears have the ball and going back the other way. So that was a that ended up being a huge play throughout the, in the outcome um, of the ball game and uh, one that should have been easily made uh, by Eddie, but instead it went down uh, the way it did. And uh, finally, bear down to. Mitch Trubisky, I hate to do it, but, uh, you know, three interceptions, two of them were, were horribly off target. Uh, you know, Darius Slay, you know, right place, right time. Can't take anything away from him. He was where he needed to be where, you know, when Trubisky made those throws, but if they're on target, then Darius Slay doesn't have any interceptions yesterday. And then of course the one where he just eyeballed Dontrell Inman all the way into the end zone and made it easy for the DB to pick him off there and killed, Um, you know, what was a promise? It was like 10 plays, 90 something yards on that particular drive that we, you know, we just wasted six minutes and gave the ball back in the end zone, uh, to the lions. I mean, it was just a disaster, uh, because uh, Trubisky was a rookie on that play and lasered in on his receiver and, and made it easy for the DB to know where he needed to be, uh, on that one. So despite throwing for 300 yards for the first time in his, uh, his career, uh, those interceptions really killed the Bears uh, on uh, on Saturday. So, um, yeah, so for the first time in his rookie year, Trubisky makes the Bear Down list. So, anyway, that's going to do it. I'm going to cut this one short because I've said all I wanted to say about it and I want to put this behind me and get on with the rest of my Sunday. So I'm going to still try to catch the last half of the uh, Pittsburgh-New England game and see how much of a joke New England can turn that one into or uh, to see how the uh, Rams and Seahawks are doing see how that's going but uh, anyway we'll be back on Thursday uh, to preview the Bears and the Browns now there's a matchup for you huh 4-10 versus 0-14 can't wait can't wait so uh, yeah I I believe we're going to get Josh Edwards on the show uh, to help us preview if not we'll figure something out between now and then Uh, so come on back on Thursday to preview the week 16 matchup between the Bears and the Browns that barn burner so until then My name is Larry D and this has been Chicago Bears Review.